Hi, welcome to church today. The message you're about to listen to came from a recent gathering at our church. Be encouraged as you enjoy this message. Um, we're going to talk about um, listening. And listening on a deeper level. You might say, well, I am listening to God. Okay, that's fine. But I want to talk to you a little bit more about listening. Okay? So there's a prayer thought for this month, August. And it comes from Mark 4, 24, which if you want to open it in your Bible and you want to put it on the screen, that's fine. It's a famous verse to my husband. I watched him teach his daughter when she was like four or five. I, I love this verse. And once you get your hands ready, if any man has ears, do you have any ears? Okay, put your hand on them, both hands on your ears. (laughs) Whether they're big or whether they're small is not the issue. If any man has ears to hear, let him be listening. That's verse 23. And let him perceive and comprehend. Say, I can understand. I can perceive. I can comprehend. And Jesus said to them, be careful what you are hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge. That means like strength and knowledge. The the measure, it's your choice what you listen to. Sometimes things come to me and I'm like, no, I'm not receiving that. That's not from God. And I have to put my hand up and I have to take authority over the pressure, over the confusion. Because not everything I hear is from God. So, it's your choice. The measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you and more besides. More comes back. Okay? Will be given to you who hear. For to him who has will more be given. And from him who has nothing, even what he has will be taken away by force. It's good to know that you've got people around you who are willing to go for it. Huh? It's really good to know that. So first of all, I want to tell you about... This little girl, there was a little girl, and she whispered, God, speak to me. I'm going to read it from something I wrote down. I have got it on my iPad. I am getting there. And she said, and a meadowlark sang, but the child didn't hear it. Sometimes we're not hearing when God moves and God speaks. And she yelled, God, speak to me. And the thunder rolled across the sky. How many of you heard the thunder this last week? Oh, it was incredible. But the child didn't listen. The child looked around and said, God, let me see you. I want to see you. And the star shone brightly. But the child didn't notice and the child shouted, God, show me a miracle. And a life was born. But the child did not know. So the child cried out in despair, Touch me, God, and let me know you are here. Whereupon God reached down and touched the child, but the child brushed the butterfly away and walked unknowingly. Sometimes we just miss 
we just miss when God's moving because we're too we're too concerned that God can only speak to me this way. He can speak any way he chooses, and he does. Okay? So take some time to listen. Oftentimes the things we seek are right underneath our noses. You don't miss out on your blessing because if it isn't packaged the way you expected it, never mind. Often God shows up in ways I don't expect. I love that. It's it's called learning to delegate. You're ever learning to delegate to others. Let them speak. Let God speak through others to you. Here's another one. A vocal competition, competition in which the one who is catching his breath is called the listener. You know, you have to think about that. Some of these you need to think about. My wife, Mrs. is a rodism. My wife says, I never listen to her. At least I think that's what she said. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist that one. You know, sometimes. Us wives, come on, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. If you want your spouse to listen and pay strict attention to every word you say, this is an anonymous quote. Talk in your sleep. You say, I talk in my sleep. So if I want you to listen, I have to talk in my sleep. Finally, women like silent men. They think they're listening. Oh, that's a woman's joke. A woman would understand that. You're not when you're being silent. I'm not going to read any more. Anyway, listening is a skill that we can develop, okay? But we develop it with determination. So ask yourself, who are you listening to? And I realized when God started leading me a couple of weeks back about listening. He's like, you have already determined when people who come into your path, if you know them and you know how they've treated you or how they think about you, you already know, you've already determined how they're going to listen. But you need to listen to me. Listen to God. Who are you listening to? Some people come, and I know we have a PowerPoint that Jean helped me with. Perhaps we can show that one there, because there's ways of listening. If you want to put that up. And the, the interesting thing about it is that the high-gain the high gain company, if you want to look it up online, is a company that helps business leaders around the world increase their listening skills, giving the following. They gave these statistics. We listen at 125 to 250 words a minute. But think, but think, we listen, but we think at 1,000 to 3,000 words. So we think quicker than we listen. And often when you're listening, you're already thinking through. We're not supposed to do that. That isn't what happens. We need to just kind of slow down. So you come to church to understand. So there's different kinds of listening. Here you can see appreciative listening. We appreciate the music and the worship, don't we? Yeah, we do. And I'll read it out to you. Listening to enjoy a story. We often on the drives, we listen to what I, not maybe my kind of story, but they're stories we listen to. What are you listening to? 
The USA, the United States Society for Training and Development, recommends that to truly embark in appreciative listening, you should avoid engaging in other communications and focus solely on the sounds or words. It's good to listen to the word and focus on it. Often at night, we'll go to sleep listening to the word. So when someone is speaking to you, put your phone down. I've learned to leave my phone downstairs and switch it off. So if you start calling me after 7 or 8 or texting me, you're not going to get a response till the next morning. I'm just warning you, all you lovely family. Turn to somebody and say you're a lovely family member. Come on. Come on. We've got to move on because we've got to listen on a deeper level. Okay. So there's appreciative listening. There's different kinds of listening. Let's go to the next slide, can we? Okay, critical. Sometimes we're very critical, like the new Prime Minister or President Trump. We can be really critical. And this involves hearing what someone else says, identifying key points and or arguments. Sometimes people are working on their argument back while you're talking. That's not the way to do it. Or they're in a debate. You think of a debate or how you feel when you listen to a politician speak. You think, oh, I'm, t- I'm not voting for him. He's a cowboy. He's a loudmouth. And I'm not going to listen to what he has to say. Ever been there? Your goal is to analyze what the speaker is saying and determine his agenda. Often people come over when we're doing things and we're doing our best to listen to God and they have their own agenda. Don't have your own agenda, okay? Let God speak. Let's go to the next one. Relationship. Their relationship listening is one of the most probably important skills to have when you're dealing with people. You have relationships that are close. You have relationships that are not so close. Okay, but relationship listening is also known as therapeutic or empathetic listening. Sometimes I just need to listen. Somebody who's a single parent, somebody who's having a hard time, I just need to be quiet. That's okay. I just need to listen to the sound of the city. To bring heaven, bring a heavenly moment to pass. Okay? You would use relationship listening to help a friend. Sometimes you just help people through a problem because they just need to talk. They've been on their own. I understand. I don't understand all of it, but by faith I do. I understand life is a struggle. Sometimes you have to solve a conflict between people that you're working with or prompt people to open up through your support and your honesty. Sometimes you just need to listen. It's amazing. Let's go to the next slide. When people listen to you, they listen to you, but you have to be careful, obviously, who you speak to. There's discriminative listening. It's when you look past the words and you hear to detect an underlying message. It might be one of the most important types of listening for online marketing. I don't know about you, but I get so many emails, and I made the mistake when I was in a fear-filled valley of how to make money, and I get constant people hassling me, telling me to sign up for 
this program and that program. But I had to start listening to God. And God said, haven't I said I'm going to prosper you? I said, I know, but I was just trying to help. You know, he said, well, you're not. You've got to put me first in everything. So whatever God has said to you, it's not that I'm against trading. It's just I'm a newbie. Okay? So I don't need all that. So this, you know, I'm listening to online marketers. The other day I was bombarded with a phone call and I just said to the guy something about God. And God is relational. One of my trustees had said more than transactional. He's relational. Of course, he's both. We know that. And he said, oh, I've never looked at God as relationship. I've gone to church for years. So I said, well, what kind of relationship do you have with God? And, you know, the conversation just hit a lull. And I thought, okay, we're done. I just had to plant the seed. You know, God is relational, okay? So it usually works best in person. And you can look at the body language, the tone changes, and the volume. You can bring your volume down to determine what the speaker really thinks and feels. However, these days, we're not often face-to-face with others. Social media has really taken over, and it's honestly, many times, it's just an online situation, so people don't really know who you are. So be discriminate as you engage more and more with text. Often I get things that come at me like you do, I'm sure, and I get snappy tweets. And there's some individuals I just don't like. I love them with the love of God. I have to be honest, I just don't like them. There's some famous people, politicians, they're always barraging me with what they think about Trump or Boris Johnson. And I'm like, I'm not interested because I don't like you. Sorry, that's, I'm just being honest. Would you like some honesty? Yeah. And so I feel that listening is very important. It's very important to align ourselves because most of the time we think we've listened to God when we really haven't but I love it yesterday Angie and I were talking and I was sharing with David the other day about listening how it's important this there's a time each month to work on your listening skills um I looked up in the thesaurus what listening means it means attending proverbs 4 says attend to my word and it's healing in life to all of your flesh so when you know the word you attend to it. I remember looking up what attending meant one time, and it was about an incline. And in Norwich, where I was born in Norfolk, there's a hill that's a one in four. So it's very, very high incline. And the Lord started talking to me and said, you need to open your ears to me because I think on a higher platform. Isaiah 55:11 says, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. God will say something to you. Don't worry about this. Don't be anxious about that. Sometimes we grab and we grasp at something when God is saying, come up higher. And we're in that window of time right now where we need to come up higher. So I've done us a prayer thought for this month. And perhaps you can put Proverbs, no, not Proverbs 4, Mark 4. Okay, as we develop, let's say I'm going to develop my listening skill. I am. Because there's some areas of my life I don't think in line with the Word of God. Sometimes we think 
we've got something wrong or there's some defeat ahead of us. Don't think that, okay? So let's go to Mark 4, or maybe we already were there. So it said, if any man has ears to hear, remember when I said, put your hands on your ears and have a listen. Now listen, over in, I think it's Matthew 13, let me find it here. Yeah, verse 16. Blessed, happy, maybe you can go there. Matthew 13, 16 in the Amplified. Then we'll come back to this. But blessed, happy, and fortunate to be envied are your eyes. Put your hands over your eyes and say, my eyes are blessed. My eyes are blessed. Happy, fortunate, and envious are you. Are your eyes, because they do see. Thank God for what we do see. And our ears, we can hear. Somebody wrote to me the other day and said they couldn't see. Oh, it was this morning. She couldn't see it. She's 86. And I thought, she's got so much potential. But she said, I can pray. And I encouraged her to keep on praying. So think about your ears. They're, They're blessed. Let's pray for George Hammer because he blesses us. Can we do that in unity? We lift up our hands, Father, and we bless George Hammer. We bless his family. We bless his team. We bless. We bless him. We thank you for him. You brought him to us and our paths have crossed. Thank you. Thank you for the blessing of heaven. Thank you for the blessing of heaven upon his eyes and his ears. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Now let's go back to Mark 4. The blessing. Because we after the blessing. I love the songs you picked this morning. You know, because suddenly we're going to step into something that we haven't understood. It's so great, so wonderful. So here's our August prayer thought on our August bulletin. Okay? We're tending to the word. As I develop and listen on a new level, we're moving to a new level of listening. Maybe somebody came and told you, this is what I think, this is what I dream. Is that what God said? What's God said to you? You know, sometimes my family, my sister, they'll say one thing, but I know it's not the time to say something. I have to listen to God. But I don't believe everything I hear. If I believe that, even people I submit to, I don't believe everything. I go and I see what God has to say because God will bring things around. That's what we want for you. We long for you to have listening skills, to hear. So the two major scriptures I'm going to major on today Okay, so this is one. And he said to them, be careful what you're hearing. Be careful. Be careful what you're hearing. The other day, oh man, the devil's voice was so loud. I was telling John, I had to put my hand up and stop the pressure. Because it was coming down thick and fast. Sometimes when pressure comes, just put your hand up and say, no. You're not getting into my head. That's not what God's promised me. 
you just put your hand up and you say, no, in Jesus' name. I can, I can handle what God has called me to do. I'm going to a deeper level here. As I de- I'm developing my listening skills on a new level of discernment. I'm careful what I hear. For the measure of thought and study I give to the truth I hear is the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to me. In other words, it is your choice. You can't, you can't get in someone's face and just tell them, please change your mind. But you can pray. God, take their heart and turn their heart. Maybe you've never been this way before. Maybe it's a new way. That's okay. Just keep praying. Don't, don't let down on God. Just remind God. I often find myself praying something I've already prayed. But that's because I'm standing, like you were singing, standing on the promises of God. Sometimes standing on the promises of God doesn't happen overnight. You just have to keep going. So we're going to listen, okay? Whoopsie. So the other day I was reading Psalm 85.8. I don't know. Maybe we'll show it next week. Maybe we won't show it at all this month. We went to the BBC and we filmed in front of it because it's a symbolic building of the media. And I feel God is turning my heart, and he has been doing it over the long period of time, from the political gate to the media gate as we pray for nations. I feel like maybe God is turning your heart. Maybe you've been praying for something, and then he goes, okay, we're done with that. People ask me all the time about Brexit and Boris and all this stuff, especially when I was in America. And I, all I can do is tell them what I think. So listening is quite different from hearing. And I showed you hearing, the different kinds of hearing. And it's better to listen to God on a deeper level. Do what, Why has God called you to do what you're doing? Nobody else can do it. Nobody else can do what God has called you to do. Why am I different? I don't know why you're different. He does. He, he, he knows. He doesn't make people the same. He makes people to be born for a purpose. Because he has a plan. Satan has a plan as well. But who cares about that? Go away. Buzz off. <sighs> You just, you have to be bold. You have to call it like it is. You have to know. I hear from God. I know when we went up to Abbey Road and we filmed up there when we started the sort of trail after the music business, we stood outside Abbey Road Studios and I heard my sheep hear my voice. John 10, 27. And I thought, are you kidding? Why would you give me that scripture? My sheep hear my voice. You know, people hear God's voice who don't come to church. They do. We need to wake up, church. We're surrounded by worldly people who don't necessarily think they hear. But we need to start flowing in the Holy Ghost. That's what we're endeavoring. And it was wonderful this morning because I felt like the music, the message, the people... Our hearts, we're all coming into a oneness. We're coming into a river of oneness. It's really good. 
It's really good. Let's, let's make a decision. Yeah, let's make a decision to go to a deeper level. Let's make a decision. We hear from God and we're going to do what God tells us to do. Amen? To listen, to attend to. So when we filmed in front of the BBC, there was this huge... It was, first of all, it was the hottest day. I came home and I was, my mind was just spinning. And I had fallen over and I really cut my face up. You can't see it because it's okay. It's healed. My health springs forth speedily. You know, your words will take you into the future. And uh, Mark 5, 36, my friend Vicki Jameson, she was such a big sister to me. I used to see her. And she would always talk about Jesus overhearing but ignoring. Sometimes you've got to get away from people who don't speak the right thing. It's okay. Sometimes you have such a strong anointing on you to do what you need to do. You need to just let, let people move on. You need to let, it's another place of anointing. So when we talk about the church bulletin, it's not just to tell you what's going on. It's also because we do care for your spirits. We can't do everything. We do what we can. Okay, so we've been doing it for a long time. So anyway, John ten twenty seven. if you want to put that up. Tell yourself, I hear from God. I know what to do. Maybe everybody says, no, that's too expensive. No, that's not the right thing to do. Whatever. God gives you faith to do what he wants you to do. I am his sheep and I hear his voice. What does he say? I know them and they follow me. I couldn't, I couldn't get my head wrapped around the Beatles knowing God. But something must have been remarkable because in the 60s, in 1967, when Beatlemania was at its height, I was like watching the nations come under. It seemed like they were coming under the influence of Beatlemania, especially when we were all young. We weren't questioning. And, you know, we've got a similar thing building. When you saw the chosen promotion and and your friend Jake is coming... God's bringing in a different crowd. I want you to think about your future. I want you to think about the children. I want you to think what's ahead. What's ahead for us? Whatever we teach them. Sometimes I listen to young people. My, my own family, they're younger than me. You know, I'm the old fogey now. But my ears are blessed. My eyes are blessed. I'm blessed. I do the right thing, even if I don't do it immediately, I'll put it, go back and put it right. That's the trouble if you don't get it right the first time, you have to go back and do it. You know that one. But I keep feeling God is bringing us to a place where he's teaching us and he's equipping us. Just day by day, to listen, to hear, to speak, to think. It's important that we do it right. Some of you are looking at me a bit blank, but that's okay. That's okay. So, whoopsie. Oh, Lord. What are you listening to? I I think what what I've judged from this whole thing the last few weeks has been 
my mind, my brain is in construction, like when somebody had been promoted to heaven and I said to them to encourage them, well, now he's moved from your now into your future. I knew what I was saying. It was difficult. Because God said to me, you haven't renewed your mind. Many times we think our brain determines what we're looking at and dealing with because of how we've dealt with those kind of situations in the past. Are you with me? Did I lose you then? Felt like I lost you. I want you to think about why is your brain structured the way it is? Is it because your traditions, your country, your culture, what you've come up through have made it that way? It's kind of like, okay, so it's really good to just take your mind. When I, when I went to uh, Washington a couple of weeks ago, and I walked into the Trump Hotel, I realized I had a poverty mindset. I had a poverty mindset. Because the accent, the level of excellence was a new level. I feel like even this morning we came to a new level because we punched through. Now we need to stay there. You don't have to go back into a, a victor, unvictorious kind of mode, you know. We're, we're, we belong to God. We hear his thing. Rod did a wonderful PowerPoint, which I'm going to finish with to honor my husband. Can we go to it? To be an effective leader, you have to be a great listener. How many of you want to be a good leader? Yeah, I do. So you have to listen. Listening is one of the first skills. But you have to hear not just what's being said, but what's not being said. Wow. Wow. Randy Alashire, in his book, Effective Listening, says the following, The single most powerful influence on our society today is our inability to listen. Regardless if it's by choice or not, our inability to communicate is rooted in our inability to listen. I have to listen. This stems from the fact that our soul is weak and our ego is strong. Where you find strong ego, you find listening skills are non-existent. Because strong ego, and there's nothing wrong with ego, God gave it. God gave it to men and women, some women, some women, okay? No finger pointing here. Hallelujah. So I've already mentioned this, the High Gain, a company that helps business leaders. You can go to it on the internet. It's so interesting to read what they have to say, okay? Business people need to listen at least as much as they talk. Too many people fail to recognize that real communication goes on both ways. Sometimes people are like, okay, is that it? Is that it? No, it isn't it. I want to say a lot of the time, no, it isn't it. Are we done? Are we done? They can't wait to get away from you. You feel they're impatient. You feel that they've already decided 
what you're going to say, but you're not. So high gain is a thing to learn about. What? Oh, thank you. You like to direct me. Thank you. That's okay. We've changed roles. I don't mind. Whatever. You're reading it. They're reading it. They're listening. They're thinking. They're thinking. I think I've already read this, haven't I? In his book, Crowning the Customer, Fiergal Quinn, the king of Ireland shopping malls, because I don't know that, and a chain of supermarkets, emphasizes the importance of listening. He rebukes or charges his own industries with these words. In a truly customer-driven organization, the higher up you go, the less direct listening to customers there is. Who's here for the first time today? Could you just wave at me if anybody's here for the first time? You are. Well, yay! Yay! We want you to be, we want you to come into our family orientated meeting and meet people who will be your friend and listen to you. Huh? That's what we're learning about. We've been learning about kindness and love and prayer. We're learning about listening. And I want you to be thinking about it this month. What am I listening to? So this guy, this Irish guy, he's famous for leading by example and getting out with the store employers to listen to customers, and he's very successful. Listen, we want to. We're looking forward to the time out in the park. Come and talk to us. People say, oh, I don't go and talk to the pastor. What do you think? We're like unapproachable. We're very approachable. Both of us. We're, we're, if you want to come talk to us, come talk to us. All you have to do is, doesn't mean that every, oh, don't pull a face. Everybody's going to get a chance. We, we just, we do our best. We're just like you. We're human. We want to listen to your heart because we have gone through many things that God has led us through. So it's, it's, it's to our, it's a blessing to us to be able to listen to you. Okay, our best ideas come from you. Okay, let's move it on. I know you want to go and listen. That's why we have the barn. We go and listen up there. God was real clear about Chosen this year. Don't do it anymore out there. Do it in London. I was like, huh? Maybe you haven't listened to God lately. Being a good listener is more important in sales than being a good talker. Okay? Ben Feldman, the first insurance salesman to pass the sales goal of 25 million in one year, had a simple formula for his success. He was New York's life's leading salesman for more than 20 years, operating out of East Liverpool, Ohio, city of only 20,000 people. His secret? Think big. Listen well. That's a good statement. Think big. Listen well. I'm thinking, what does God want to do with our lives, huh? What does God want to do? We just look like, this is crazy. Some people moaning and complaining, just setting up a few chairs and unloading the van and loading it back up is a hassle. 
There's always going to be things in life to deal with. So we just have, God's teaching us attitude and heart. And I know that so many of you are sacrificing. We're both well aware of the sacrifices. You know, every one of us makes sacrifices, whether it's a treasure to us or whatever. Okay? So just start to think. Because why? Words equals your thought life. What you're saying is what you're thinking. You can look at some people and you can know by the attitude on their face, the arrogance, the humility, the trappedness, you can know where they're coming from. Okay, and thoughts cause emotions. I love my granddaughter. She has the ability to just write stuff, public stuff on the public domain on Facebook. You know, she just writes her emotions. She's actually quite emotional, but I, I love that about her because emotions cause decisions, okay? Decisions cause actions. Actions cause habits. Habits determine character. Character defines your destiny. I'm never going to reach my destiny if I don't hold fast. And when I look at life and I think about the things God's brought me through, single parenting, divorce, my parents getting divorced after 47 years, it was just things that were unreal. And I've clung on to God and clung on to God because I want to be a person who pleases God. Don't you? You want to be a person who pleases God. Father, we just thank you. We welcome you. Come help us listen to your word. Come help us understand what it means to fall into our destinies. We praise you. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Come and help us. Worship team, why don't you come up? Let's just worship God again as we go out. And let's just thank God that we can listen on a new level. Maybe you've been listening to people over you. Maybe you've been listening. You've listened to words where you feel like you're no good. You're out there. You know, that's fine. Be who you are. For goodness sake, be who you are. Attend to God's word. Don't get faint and weary. Just refuse it. In, in heaven, everything is done. Everything is wonderful. I think somebody, I think Rod said it this morning, and I forget everybody saying, there's a goodness coming into every area of life. People are noticing it. People are beginning to understand. We are beginning to understand. We're blessed. We have blessed eyes, blessed ears. You have to, there will come a challenge to this message that you will have to say, I'm sorry, I can't listen to that because I believe God is good. We believe you've really enjoyed this message. For further information, visit www.commonwealthchurch.org and feel free to join us on any Sunday 